Okay. So. Moving forward. So, like. All I know is I was walking down the street. I felt the cameras watching me. And, you know, following my head, I felt it for a second where they even got a little antsy. Like, I don't know who were you, but they got a little, like, like, they got a little, like, uh, frantic. I'm going to say they got a little frantic. I don't want to use frantic because I don't want to over-exaggerate, but they really did was a little thirsty for a second where, you know, I felt it, like, they lost my like don't lose her don't lose her you know like i can't feel (laughs) god is real don't think he's not i'm telling you i can feel them following my head and i can feel how they feel when they're following my head and i always feel like this but i used to get used to ignoring it i used to like don't you know you feel somebody staring at you or you know somebody's watching you. Or you know somebody is trying to get your attention. Like they're trying to look at you. So long enough for you to look at them. But I would turn around. I would look around me paranoid. And I would be looking. All around. And. Oh my gosh. Like. When I would be looking around. All I know is. Like I'd be. Like, I'm in a crowd of white people. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot of white people. But it was black people, too. But I was just in a crowd of people. And nobody was looking at me. Nobody was even worried about me. I look around, and I see a bunch of different people. Oh, they just happy and talking about the game and hyped up about the game. Nobody's been paying no attention to me. And then I noticed that it don't even matter if I look around me. Because I already knew before I even looked that this, wherever I'm being watched from, is overhead. Like, eagle eye view. And... How do I know? Because I always love eagle eye view on maps. I'm not going to lie. But I used to just, I don't know. I think it's, I just think it was interesting. But you know what's more interesting? How they getting these, you know, how is they even getting this camera? How are they getting these views of these houses and these different streets and stuff? That's what I used to always think. You never see the cameras taking the pictures. But they always have them. And they updating them. Like every month, every year sometimes. Not every month. But like get, they get in frequent updates. You will never see them actually coming to take the videos. I only saw them once or twice. And that wasn't even the angles that I was looking at the maps from. This was before drones was out. So I always knew that they had cameras watching everybody. But I just like, I, I took a special interest in that kind of stuff. Because it's like, I want to catch them. Not I, I want to catch them, but... When will I ever see him? Why don't, why don't I ever see him? Even when I was a kid, I used to be outside all day. Never saw him. But they always had, you know, these weird angles of my house. It's crazy, though, you know. You might think this type of stuff is insignificant, but this stuff, like, you got to pay attention to the details. Like, you never catch these cameras taking these pictures, but they always got them. So why, when people get murdered on the street, they don't ever got video surveillance of that? Or sometimes they randomly find it. CCTV caught such and such. Only because they want to slam this guy. But when it come down to it, when girls come up missing like black girls and stuff. Last street that they was found on. 
they don't ever release video evidence. You know, the real video evidence that they have, because like I've been saying a long time, the police is corrupt. They're in on this. A lot of times it's the police kidnapping these women. That's why they stay away from white girls. I'm telling you. And, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I've been saying this for a long time. It be the police. Why do you think the police not finding them? Why do you think when they want somebody to be found, it's, they find them in the next, they find them really quick. They find them very accurately. They come up with all this new you know, technology or these new ways that they found them or how do they know all this information? Like, because they have access to this stuff all the time, they just don't want to find these people because they're in on it. How many black women come up missing a year? How much money you think the police is getting out of covering that up? But, you know, that's what people mean. When they say they don't ever cover the black girls that much, they subliminally saying, why not? Because the police is in on it. And they convince you that people don't care enough to look for these black women. People, their families, the people that they know, they care. It's just hard for you to catch somebody when the police is covering for them. But it's, you know how many families will crack the case on their own? Find out who it is, what happened, where they was last at. They know their family. Then they give it to the police and the police covering all up. Oh, we found, we, 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 you know, we were led to, the, I mean, we looked into it and we didn't find anything. No, they knew. They sent up here sweating because how you cracked the cold. They're close. They're onto it. But it doesn't matter because they're not going to get anywhere without us. If they want anything to happen, they're going to have to go show up wherever they they think they family at and do it they self. Because the police do not care about us. They don't care about nobody. They corrupt too. God looking over me. I know that. Because if it wasn't for God, they would have been getting at me. They following me throughout the streets with these cameras. And witchcraft, Period. So if they really wanted me gone or kidnapped, I'd have been gone. But don't think that's from lack of trying. They have been trying. Every single time I feel them getting closer and closer, I pray so hard. I'm telling you, I pray that demon, whatever demon is driving them to attack women or kidnap people, I pray that demon off of me. I be, oh, I'm telling you, I be praying so hard. I just know the demon in them ain't going to move even if they body saying go. Stop playing with me. I will pray over you. I am a demon hunter. You don't know me. You don't know me. And you you think it's you. It's what's in you. I'm praying over you. You won't move. You try and catch me. That demon coming out of you. So, I can't take the credit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking about me, me, me. It's God. I pray to God and God don't, have, God don't be having it. He don't be having it. God be like, you good. Pray for other people. So, um, all I know is, you know, I feel them watching me walk down the street. And God is like, pray, pray, pray. So, I pray. But, um, also at the same time, it's like, 
you know, I would not lie. It, it had to have something to do with interest. It definitely had to have something to do with interest. Because usually I hear these type of things going on in my mind. I pray and pray and pray and pray till they're gone. But I can't say it had a lot to do with interest because I still prayed and they didn't go. They were still there. Matter of fact, they was a little bit more interested because of my praying. And that right there, I'm telling you that Satan, Satan, I'm telling you, nothing make him more tempted. It, But, excuse me, nothing tempts Satan more than somebody who love God, who choose God. Because he want what God got. He want the worship that God gets unconditionally. So someone who loves God unconditionally, Satan is so tempted by, I'm telling you, he he don't ever be that thirsty for people who don't care about God. Never. They should tell you something. But, um, I'm praying, walking down the street. I'm, I mean, I don't know if I'm praying, walking down the street, but I'm definitely praying periodically. I always do. I just can't specifically pinpoint it because I say a quick prayer or say a couple prayers or a lot of times I just repeat the same prayer. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. You know, Lord, protect me. Jesus, protect me. Jesus, protect me. Lord, forgive me. Jesus, protect me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, protect me. I'll be saying that. So all I know, I'm walking down the street. I feel the cameras toggling. And then, oh no, they've lost me for a second. They must have lost me for a second because I heard the conversation. Like, there she go, there she go. I know the hair is the hair. Follow the hair. Once it get, you know, super crowded while I'm being lost in the crowd, I wish at that moment that I was just so paranoid enough to duck off real quick, you know, up underneath somebody and run real fast because they, they couldn't even follow my friend head even though he was tall. They was trying to follow him by his head, but they couldn't. They followed me by my hair. And I was thinking, how many girls out here with curly hair like mine? It wasn't many. But still, it was no way that they was able to, you know, really keep up with me like that. But they had been following me all the way from the arena, watching me the whole time I was there. I remember watching the game and feeling like they're watching me. They said it. They said it. They was flirting with me. I'm telling you. Y'all think I'm playing. Y'all think this is a joke or a game I'm trying to be funny. You know, they was flirting with me. They talking about some. You watching the game and I'm watching you. You watching the game. We watching you. I'm watching the game thinking like, you know. I don't know that much about basketball, but let me learn something. You know, let me let me enjoy this experience. Not even let me pretend. Not even let me pretend I know something. But just, you know. Let me watch this game. So, all I know is, as I'm watching the game, you know, I just feel them looking at my face, dead in my face. Like, don't you know you feel somebody just, like, face, just looking in your face? Like, I felt it. Like, they was looking at my face just so, like, 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 oh, my God, so cute, such and such and such, like. I don't even know how to explain it, but they was looking at my face like, you know, she cute, such and such and such, who is she, you know? 
I don't know, for some reason, I was thinking to myself, like, don't NBA players like white girls? And I'm telling you, it was so many white girls. It was so many different white girls. I'm not going to be, I'm not trying to be funny or fake. But I, a lot of times, can't see how anybody think white girls cute. Now, that being said, I'm not a hater. Certain white girls, I'm like, oh, yeah, she cute, duh. She's, you know, she's gorgeous. But most white girls, they regular faces, I can never find cute. It's not just the white girls. A lot of times it's the white guys. Like, I feel like you got to have, if you like, certain, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me be honest. I feel like you got to be white with a little bit of African-American features in order to be cute to me. Like, somehow, I'm not going to lie, they be looking real white. But for some reason, like, like for so many years, I never saw white people as really cute. <laughs> I never saw it. And I, I never said nothing because I knew every time I said it, I sounded so racist. Like, they don't all look alike to me, though. That's more racist, I think. They don't all look alike, though. But they just don't look attractive to me. Like, when I would see the models on the magazines... All that, you know, the people on the advertisements and on commercials, I'd be like, what's cute about them? Like, I could have found somebody cuter than that. Like, and then you go to school, you go out in the world, or you go to a store, you see a gorgeous man or a gorgeous woman. You think, that make the people in the magazines. I know that's not too different or too crazy, but. (sighs) Okay, this is why I don't really say this, but I swear, I feel like it's so significant. Why does it matter so much if it don't really matter? Because I'm not racist. I've always had white friends. Not always. I've had a lot of white friends in my life, but I could never see what's cute about them. Not all of them. Like I said, not all of them. But a lot of white people, they just don't look like anything to me. I'm just being honest. And... That being said, I said that before, and they said, you know, black people, a lot of black people look the same to me, so ain't nothing wrong with that. And I wasn't offended because I didn't feel like a lot of black people look the same. I never saw that either. So I'm like, that's fair. Just like, I don't see how y'all be cute a lot of times. I also can't see how y'all feel like we all look alike because we don't. You know, we all got different faces. But if you feel like that, you understand that. I don't understand why y'all not cute to me. That's fair. But regardless, like, I mean, off topic. But I know NBA players be liking white girls, right? Or so I thought. See, that's why you can't believe the narrative that people be trying to, like, push. That NBA players only date white girls. I mean, after what I've learned, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm like, wait, bad. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's kind of made me a little sad now because after realizing what I realized, I feel like the reason why they probably only seem like they date white girls is because they probably only date white girls publicly because the media ain't going to not look for a missing white girl. Ding, ding, ding. I figured it out. And don't that sound, this is why I want to say it, because that sounds so messed up how insignificant black women's lives are in this world. Even by our own black men. Excuse me for pushing that narrative. It doesn't always, isn't always true. 
regardless the black girls that they search for or look for is not always the ones who act like white girls okay let me tell you something the fact of the matter is a lot of people told me that growing up i had a lot of white friends i was in advanced classes a lot of times i talked white you sound white you're a white girl like <laughs> you dance like a white girl you fight like a white girl you're a white girl and i swear if you ask my family they would be like yep makes sense because you act like a white girl but this is not why because <laughs> it's it's easy to say i act like a white girl on the outside but if you're in my mind in my mind while i'm talking while i'm thinking about racial racial injustice when I'm thinking about, you know, the fact that we, as a black people, you know, as, as a people, period, we so powerful, man. We don't even know it. I'm not going to lie act like I was, I just knew so much back then because I had to grow to know a lot of this stuff. But that doesn't stop, that didn't stop the fact that that type of stuff interested me. Because if I weren't interested in that kind of stuff, then I wouldn't have never learned about it. So, around this time, I was very interested in the fact that, you know, slavery didn't start. We, that's not how our history starts. Ever since a kid, I've been looking at my ancestry. Because I know I come from a strong line of fighters, period. Regardless of what it looked like, regardless of what it seemed like, I've always been looking for that information. This stuff... Nobody can tell me I didn't know that back then. Nobody can tell me that these people weren't didn't know who they were targeting. Especially when you're when you have access to my thoughts. And you wanna know what I'm thinking. <laughs> What's so funny is I'm actually at the game thinking all these white people, like, not even on the racist stuff, you know, I know it's a lot of white people from my city, but who knew? And who knew all these white people, you know, really from my city. I really did not know all those white people. I knew, like, my city is so diverse. And when I got to the suburbs, I found out, like, you know, a third, if not half, of the entire, you know, school was white. So, <laughs> I never had an issue with white people. Like, I got along... It was different, but I would make white friends. I would get along just fine. I hate to say that I'll make white friends. Whatever. I just, you know, I was cool. Like, I made friends, but it was different because I came from a school that, you know, you'd be lucky to find one white person. But when I got to these games, I, I don't know why I was expecting for it to be a bunch of black people like the parties or the clubs. I, I would never go to clubs. But the parties are the kickbacks I probably go to. I'm thinking, we get to this, you know, watch party. It's going to be a bunch of black people. I got to this watch party. It's all white people. A few blacks. I'm telling you, the whites outnumber the blacks. And I'm not going to lie. In my city, when the white people outnumber the, like, when it's a bunch of white people like that in the area, when black people around, it feel like a lot of times they be, you know... Not prejudice, prejudice, but like scared. 
because they feel like when black people show up to a like big like community event, it turn ratchet. Like people start fighting, people start shooting, they start acting ghetto, cussing people out and fighting, and it do like it happen like that. It really do. It's the truth. Like you, if it's not a lot of white people around agreeing with that, you would say it too. It's a fact, but it don't matter though, you know, because when it come down to it, you know, you know what I was thinking is like, why well, was not white people? I don't know. I know what I was thinking at that time. I was thinking like, you know, um, I know I'm sticking out kind of like a little bit because I'm one of the few black people who actually here, but not a lot. I was surprised there was that many white people. Anyways, you know, <laughs> that being said, I realized that what was on my mind was black stuff. That's what I'm trying to say. I was thinking some black stuff. Period. I was. And. (laughs) If you know how my thoughts is. Like. I'm thinking a bunch of stuff at once. Not at once. But yeah. Like I probably. I probably mess around and thought. I wonder if all these white people only feel like these black uh, NBA players is good for, you know, sports. That's it. I wonder how racist they really are. You know, I be thinking stuff like that. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's right. All I'm saying is that probably crossed my mind. So, you know, I was thinking a lot of stuff. It's probably good. It's a lot of white people instead of black because, you know, how long would it take for a few people to start bumping into people then it start then it turned into a fight ain't no security here ain't enough security here all these white people bumping into everybody everybody's like you know nobody is not starting fights i don't know whatever moving on all i know is i'm coming down the street walking down st Clair, and i hear you know, I know it's because of my mindset. This is the only reason I brought all this stuff up because I know it's because of my mindset. I hear walking down this down the street. Who is she? Who are you? And I swear, you know, for a second I thought to myself, like. Like, is this really happening? But I knew it was. Like, it's weird how you know. You know what's going on in the spirit. You kind of already know. It's almost like you've been there the whole time. You've been, you know, you've been in a conversation. Or you know them already or something. But you know for a fact that that's not true. Because why is the first time this really happened to you like this? <laughs> so, they like, I heard them get, like, real real antsy where it was like wait she getting to such and such she getting to such and such and the cameras don't stretch that far the cameras don't stretch that far they were still watching me all the way down St. Clair from Quick and Loans Arena cameras how do I know that now I bet you if you go and try to figure that out if you don't already know that if you go and try to figure that out they probably you probably won't be able to but if you already know how them cameras work 
and you know I'm not telling the truth, I mean, you know I'm telling you the truth, how would I know that? How would I know that? Anyways, but, you know, maybe somebody's like, okay, and, like, anybody could probably figure out that, you know, high-tech cameras can stretch such and such amount of whatever. Go ahead and be technical. All I know is, you know, <laughs> the stuff I know, it don't make no sense how I know this stuff. It really don't. And I'm telling you how I know it. So believe me. Believe me. All I know is I'm going down the street and they like, you know, I can't. You know, they keeping it over my head. <laughs> it's so crazy because I'm getting like at least a half a mile away from the arena. And that's when there's like, they like, can you get it clearer? Like, can't you clear? Like, can't you make the camera more clear? And they are, you know, zooming in, clearing the camera up, doing all this techie stuff. How do I know that they doing it? I can feel it in my spirit. Like, they talking about it. I hear them. How do I hear it over a bunch of screaming? Everybody's like, hover, hover, the game, the game. Like, they're just talking about the game. And then, you know, <laughs> I still hear them. And it sounds like a regular conversation in an enclosed room. Not an echo or nothing. How do they got, you know, how are they able to do that? I ain't gonna lie, I ask a few questions. Like, you know, what would somebody need something like this for? What would somebody need access to anybody mind at any time for? You know, I got a few answers, a little bit. Just like, uh, I don't know, maybe this is me asking my own question. I, I got, you know, I got a hope. I'm hopeful. So, I got a, I, like, I be thinking with a hopeful mind. I was thinking, oh, of course, because they got to watch over, you know, the people in the city in the cities to minimize crime. They do not use it for that. They do not care. I'm sitting up here thinking that, though, like, you know, just trying to be, I'm not going to say trying to be, I, I was, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be anything and I couldn't have because they clearly have been watching me longer than I knew. So if I was going to try to be anything, they would have known I switched up as soon as I felt like they were watching me. I'm telling you, this is so weird because imagine if you really wasn't like that and they knew how you already was. And then as soon as they make themselves known, you start acting like a goody two-shoes. They're going to know. Don't you know we've been watching you for the past however long? We know how you really think. We've been hearing all your thoughts when you didn't even know we was here. So, yeah, no, I was acting like nothing. And I know they know that because it's almost like they laugh at me when I figure it out or when I remind myself. What you mean? They've been here the whole time, which means even when you forget that they hear, they still hear. They hear all your thoughts. They know how you really are. So that means ain't no, they don't think you lying or if you acting like anything, they already know. That's you think that's cute? Go ahead. <laughs> Go in. Uh, I don't even know how to how to tell you to get noticed, cause they already know who you are. <laughs> They've been listening to everybody's thoughts. You think I'm just a random person who was picked out of a, you know, lottery ticket bowl? No, they hear everybody's thoughts. 
They know who everybody is. And if you ain't been approached, it's because they don't like how you think. And if and that don't that ain't always a bad thing. Because they ain't approaching me because, you know, they not approaching me in the way that they're approaching me because they want to, you know, build on that. No, they're trying to change me. And it's so sick when you hear the stories about people or different men of a certain stature targeting women who they want to, you know, control. And they want to change that woman. Like, into every other woman. Or into a woman that they beat down so much. It's like, it gets to a point where she don't have no permission. Like, she don't think for herself no more. She got to ask for permission to do things. It's creepy. Like, you ever heard the stories of the women who dated people of a high stature? And they say, when I got with him, I had ambitions. I had dreams. I was going to be somebody. But he convinced me to abandon all my dreams. He convinced me to abandon all my ambitions and stay in the house and be a housewife. And then he just went off and he did whatever he wanted to do. And then when he got tired of me, he, you know, went off and found somebody like who I used to be. And he eventually replaced that me with her and left me with nothing after I gave up everything for him. And suffer through everything while he gave another woman my spot. The woman who I was. And I should have never gave up nothing for him. And then next thing you know, she says, if you if you ever meet a man, don't ever give up anything for a man. No matter what happens or who he is. Trust me because I was the type of woman who would never do that. But I thought he was different. Ding, ding, ding. So I'm not stupid when you find somebody like me and it start off cute. It's supposed to. Eventually, you're going to be trying to, I might as well be on a leash, chained to a house, ankle monitor. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's 30,000 square feet. I don't care. I don't know how many square feet is mentioned. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not embarrassed, though. Because it doesn't matter if it's a mansion. It doesn't matter if you worth a billion dollars. Nothing is worth giving up my livelihood or who I am for any person on this earth to kick me to the side for somebody just like that, only to repeat that cycle. You don't care about me. You care about that power struggle in your mind. It makes you feel good. To find a woman with ambitions and dreams and get her to sacrifice it all for you just to get bored of her when she does. Yeah. I ain't stupid. So, a lot of women are like, yeah, I knew that, but I thought it was worth it. Oh, yeah, you stupid. It ain't worth it. See, the problem with that is they know that too. You think they don't know who you are? They like... If she give up her dreams and her ambitions for me just because I'm rich, I know she only did it because she lazy. I know she only did it because she want a man to take care of her. Because a woman with real ambitions and dreams would never find herself in that place. Why? Because she's confident that 
she can go and be a millionaire on her own without the, without his money. And if you ever think that a man wants you because he believe that too, I'm sorry, that's very rare. Because it's, it's not a lot of men out here who successful or not, who want their woman to be doing better than them. So even if you find a millionaire, you think he going to invest in me. He going to make sure I become a millionaire. You bet not get more successful than him. He going to want he going to want someone else. He going to want someone who needs him. He wants someone to need him and he loves to find someone who don't and make sure that they need him. Depend on him. Find someone independent and make them a dependent so that he can control you. And so that you can, I'm like, I'm convinced like these kind of men love to see strong women crumble. They steal your power. They're demons. I'm telling you, the women who've ever experienced this, they will tell you they are demons. I, <laughs> listen, I want to hear that. What women have you talked to that have experienced this? Listen. I don't, I don't, I've, I've, it's not even about all interviews I've watched. It's just about more like, I know that anyway, still. So, that being said, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I, I can't, you know, if you're the kind of woman who gon' who gonna bypass all these different, you know, red flags and go for it anyways, they feel like you deserve that anyways. So they're not gonna care about you. I'm telling you, they know who they're targeting. And if you give your life up for them, they lose respect for you. Which is why they go find somebody who was who you was instead of allowing to you to be that person. Why? So they can do them the same thing to them. But you know what's the scariest part? When after they take everything from you, the next person who they find that's who you was, who's not willing to give up everything for them, they give them everything you deserved. That's You know, it's, it's more about torturing you more. I don't think it's ever about the person they move on to. It's more about, I hate you. And I want you to know it. How else can I torture you and take more power from you than I already took by making you give up everything for me? Only by giving you everything you begged me for over these, over these years and over this time to somebody else who didn't even have to do half the work. Yeah, you be thinking, it's because she had something I didn't. No. It's about torturing you. Anyways. <laughs> So now that I didn't got real deep into that sadistic ass mindset, excuse me, forgive me for cussing. Now that I didn't got deep into that sadistic mindset and why red flag when, you know, any type of man of high stature show up like that. Red flag, red flag. That's what I was thinking. I'm sure it's a lot of women who's like, nah, you missed your chance. And guess what, baby? <laughs> guess what? That just means more chance for you. Because look. Mm-mm. I know better. And I think it got a lot to do with being raised right. But more than anything, like, God being on my side and being smart. Being smart. 
if you think you're strong enough to change him, by all means, do what you do. But if you don't think you can, don't even try. Girl. And I was 18 at the time. Young and impressionable. What they want with a young 18-year-old? Only because it would be easy, I would be easy to control. Easy to shape my life. Easy to, you know, I would just be a product, a tool, whatever they call it. You know what they would do? They would see me as a... I don't even know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I, they would say trophy wife, but you know what else, you know, is a trophy wife? You know, somebody who don't have control over their life. I'm really being honest. Like, girls are like, I want to be a trophy wife. And then you don't even know what's behind the scenes of that. The only reason. The only time you even being seen is just to be seen. You are not to be heard. And they expect you to submit 100%. Not 100%. I won't lie. I won't say that that's always the case. But I definitely feel like you better not have your own mind. And you better not, you better not have, want, expect no power. And they love the ones with all the power. Or who exude a personality where your power, your strength is felt and they take it and they make you crawl and they love it. I'm telling you, these are power hungry men and they didn't get to where they are without being that. So why wouldn't they want, you know, to steal that power from you too? But if you're okay with that, they don't even want you. That's too easy. They want a challenge. And they want to really, it can't, it can't just be handed over. They want to take it. Which means they going to look for somebody who ain't giving up that power just like that. They want somebody who they can beat down enough and feel like, nah, I earned that. Just like my accomplishments. <laughs> That's an accomplishment for them. It's an accomplishment to steal your power. It's an accomplishment to win over your dignity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's deep. Anyways. Now I feel like I want to talk about this in the next episode because I feel like every single time I get elaborating about everything else and then I get to the last 20 minutes of the episode and I have to cram everything I was going to say in 20 minutes. So I'm waiting to the next episode to tell you. What happened? That's going to be a full episode on its own. But I'm going to just keep talking about this. Anyways, all I know is, you know, I feel like I don't. Okay, so how do I explain this? Because it's so hard to put it into words now because I feel like, you know, it's a lot. It's so much being attacked. Like, oh, I need to talk about that. (laughs) So. When you not going for that because they love a challenge. Like, this is the thing. Women think, okay, boom. I'm not even the type of woman who's like, guess what, girls? This is how you get them. This is how you hook, line, and sink them. No, this is not going to be that, okay? 
I'm not that person. And I'm not trying to, you know, create some sort of instruction manual on how to get attention from these type of stature of men so that, you know, you can somehow end up in that position because I'm telling you, if that's where, if that's what I was all about, they wouldn't want me. Here's the thing. Here's what you have to understand. A NBA player, a rapper, a artist, a actor, anybody with a lot of media attention as well as a lot of money, anybody with fame and fortune. What you need to understand is there's millions of women after them. Millions of dollars mean millions of women. They can have whoever, whatever they want. You think that's not true. A lot of people are like, nah, that's just a narrative that's pushed. They don't got all this stuff. Da, da, da. It ain't as easy as you think. And honestly, I think that a few of them would say that too. But the thing about it is, in reality, you don't even have to have the fame. You could just have all the money. And you don't even have to have all the money. You could just have all the fame. And you're going to have millions of women, no matter what you look like, that want you. Have anybody ever seen that... Um, Got him, dude. You ain't Welvin. You ain't got no, you know, you ain't got no H's. That Welvin, dude. Now, every single time you see Welvin, he got a bad chick. And the thing about it is, a lot of times you would think, no, they just put him together with that, but for the media pictures. No. It's, you can get whatever woman you want. If you have a lot of followers, if you get a lot of attention, because what do women love? Attention. What do these kind of women want? Attention. It don't matter what you look like. You'll be a fool if you think they don't know that. So think about yourself as a millionaire with a lot of money and a lot of fame. And, you know... You can have any girl you want. What girl you want? Any girl you want right now. You can have her. Right? And not only can you have whatever girl you want. You got a bunch of different girls. You can make whatever girl you want. You can make her. Oh, you think. Oh, you mad? No. Don't get mad. Because this is what I'm telling you. This is why. If you're not thinking. Like, what do you want with me? You. You will be a target. You will be a victim. So, let's say you want to be a victim. Girl, <laughs> this is so sad. This is so sad because what do you give somebody who got everything? What can you give somebody who got everything? You have to put yourself in a mindset of somebody with millions of dollars and fame. They can do whatever they want. And if you think that's not true, they can't do whatever they want. What was he doing in my head? Oh, because the funny thing about it is, you know, they love to remind me, you know, I can do whatever I want. This is what I chose to do. Oh, like that's <laughs> this is why it's so sad, man. It's so sad because it's a nightmare. They will target somebody who 
it's otherwise vulnerable. But it's re- I'm not even going to say like that's like the worst part about it because with them being able to do whatever they want, anybody is vulnerable. Everybody is vulnerable. They can do whatever they want. Right? So think about it. Think about somebody who can do whatever and ev- anything that they want. They think that it's a blessing that they ended up doing what they did. Because somebody who can do anything they want, do you know they probably got people in cages in their basement? It's people it's people who can do whatever they want. And they got a whole Hunger Games. They bought an island for it. It's people who can do whatever they want. And they chopping up bodies. And, you know, playing target practice with humans who are running and starving in the wilderness. It's people who can do whatever they want. And you know what they do? They kidnap, murder people, do tests, and figure out how to either make new people or make you the person you want to be. Now, think to yourself. Somebody tells you, you can do whatever you want. What have you always wanted? What if you said, I want to be tall? I've never been tall before. Oh, well, guess what? We have a science work. We have somebody in science working in their lab. And guess what? This is what they did. They tortured tall people for such and such amount of time so that they can figure out how to make you tall. Only thing, it's going to cost you a million dollars. But you got all that. You can do whatever you want. Now, what about the white people? Who said, I want to be black. Oh, lucky for you. We've been torturing black people for over 800 years. So, uh, you know, what kind of black? We send you in the lab, you'll be black tomorrow. You know, that get out stuff is real. You think that that's, you know, the the worst it get? You think that's a horror movie? <laughs> that's every day. Yeah, it that's that's like really. I'm telling you, that's really, really, really light on the scale of what they capable of. Now, <laughs> it's weird. It's crazy. Okay, like, cause I feel like I'm not really getting my point across. As somebody who can do whatever they want. That means whatever they want. And think about all the people who are really sadistic at heart and in their mind and in their soul. And then the only thing, the only reason that's stopping them, the only thing that's stopping them from being that type of person and terrorizing a whole entire, you know, thousands, millions of people is the fact that they don't have access to the tools to do it. Then you give somebody like that access, I'm telling you, these sadistic criminals, the only thing that they were missing was the money. To do it, they been this way. People say money change people. No, money just give you the opportunity to be who you really are. Facts. So they think it's a blessing when they get all this money, and the only thing, the least I did was traffic some women. The least I did was target a few women. At least I'm not, you know, this guy over here who targets little boys, or this guy over here who targets little girls. At least I, tra- I I actually traffic full grown women. It's the least wrong with me. That's the least that's wrong with me. And what's so sadistic about it is 
you really look on the scale of everything they're really doing. And a lot of people will agree with that. That's sad. That's sad. And you know what? You talk to them and they say the only difference between your understanding of that is the fact that you poor. Nah. See, because I always wanted to believe that somebody get that money and actually want to change the world with it. And not be selfish. But people say that, then they get the money. (laughs) And they contribute to how wrong this world is. Listen, I think it's the sickest, saddest thing that is people with money who's able to traffic innocent young girls, you know, off to whoever they want. And these girls don't have no control over their bodies, no control over their lives, no control over their minds. And they are nothing but a casualty. You know, if that, they're worth nothing. They don't get a dime. They stay poor. While their bodies is trafficked off to any man. And the man probably don't have to pay. For free. Just because I felt like it. The saddest part about it, it'll be... What's so sick about it is it'll be the one... That person who really don't deserve it. Like, for real. They don't have no conscience. The perfect, the perf- the person who really don't deserve it would be the person who they'll do that to. They won't do that to the person already prostituting themselves or the person that if they asked, they'd be like, for you, of course. Not even just for you. Why not? I like it. There's people out here who like it. There's people out here who's willing to do that. But you would choose somebody who wouldn't. You would choose somebody who is not okay with that. You would choose somebody who's against that because you get more of a high out of it. You know, what is it worth if I ain't take it? What is it worth if it's not against your will? I don't get anything out of that. You're not being tortured. They are sadistic. They want to torture you. And you think these men wouldn't do that if they didn't have the money and the resources to do so. Look, Take a good look at your husband. Take a good look at your brother. Take a good look at your father. Take a good look at your friend. If you think that he is not going to be a totally different person with some money and some resources, I don't know, you might be right. Nine times out of ten, you ain't, though. Nine times out of ten, that guy would be totally unrecognizable for a little bit of money. With a little bit of money, excuse me. But, you know, I don't know. It's scary because, you know, the sad part about it is... You can't tell them nothing. You can't tell them nothing. As sadistic as the situation is, as sadistic as this, you know, 
as sadistic as it is for anybody to go through this, you know, as sadistic as, you know, as sad it is people going through this, you know, you can't tell them nothing because they will show you the different stuff that's going on. You know, people being grounded up, turned into ground beef and sold to the public, to the public. I'm wrong. It's people who are, you know, being tortured to death in tortured chambers just for the entertainment of sick people who enjoy that. I'm wrong. It's people who are, you know, raping children, murdering children, sacrificing children just for their blood to stay looking young. I'm wrong. You know, whole families being, you know... I don't know, tortured, auctioned off, whatever. But I'm wrong. And this stuff, this is actually most of the stuff they're doing, actually. But, you know, it's worse stuff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so mad I said that. I'm so mad I said that. It's worse stuff. Ew, disgusting mindset. But there's so many horrible things going on out here. You know, <laughs> you don't need to be rich. Trust me, you don't want to be rich. You don't need money. You don't need that temptation. You can't handle it. A lot of people are mad at God. Why you made me poor? Why they get to be rich? You don't understand the temptation that money is. Money rules, you know, lives. Money, you know, ruins lives. You don't need money. They will tell you you don't need money. Even the ones with it, trust me, stay poor. You don't need money. Enjoy what you have. Appreciate what you have. You don't need money or fame. But you can't tell nobody nothing that the grass looking green on the other side. You can't tell nobody nothing. And these be the very people who they get tortured to get where they are. Then they torture somebody else. And... It's so many people who would just willingly get tortured, no matter how horrible it is. Torture me. Torture me. You know, I want this. I don't care. It's worth it to me. Or at least that's what they say. They don't want nobody who want to be tortured. They want somebody... Who don't listen? <laughs> this world is so wicked. This world is so wicked. But I'm gonna come back in the next episode and I'm gonna talk about, you know, what happened that day and what happened leading up to everything after that because, you know. <laughs> It's so freaking sad, but the the thing I fear is not I fear. I know they are involved with Satan. Satan is so wicked and he's so evil and he's torturing people. 
the torture that's found in hell, you know, people act like, oh my gosh, that's so inhumane here on earth. And it's only a little piece of that, you know, that you actually experience. No, I don't want to lie. You experience exactly what it's like in hell here on earth because it's this hell on earth. But you can tell these people have experienced hell to even come up with this kind of stuff and be capable of doing these things to people. They've experienced hell. They are living in it. They are a derivative of Satan. That's who they report to. And being in it with seeing what they've seen being a part of what they're a part of listen these people they are messed up they know so much they are aware of different tricks different things different secrets of this world that you otherwise would not know you know I want to say normally but what is normal but they are so aware of so many different secrets of like that Satan knows because he's been around for so long like spiritual laws how to get around them you know I know that they tell a lot of lies but I'm telling you these demons sometimes tell the truth and I hate to say that because they all they do is lie like even when they tell the truth they lying but they will sometimes tell the truth was so scary and they will tell you certain things about Satan and God things that you otherwise not supposed to know it's crazy and it's scary how I feel like sometimes God want to keep us ignorant because he don't want us to if we knew certain things we would we wouldn't feel like we needed him A lot of people would, you know, give up on him if we knew certain things. But you want to know the real. The real is, you know, <laughs> regardless of what was going on, all these different things people know, when it came down to it, was no higher power than God. Whether they feel like he right or he wrong, they can't beat him. That's They know that. That's the truth. They know that. Now, the complicated part about that is they may not have to because he may want that to happen to you. He may turn you over to them. He may not even care about you. If you can't, you know, if you're not somebody who he feel like caring about. I hate to sound like that, but, you know, they may not have to fight God for you. That's why. It don't sometimes it don't even matter that he's a higher power and they can't beat him because they won't have to beat him when it comes to you. They can just take you. 
and he's not going to stop them. But that's not always true. Okay, so I'm going to talk about, I'm going to finish talking about, uh, it's going to be my last episode. I'm going to finish talking about what happened that day at this game. I remember this is the first time I really recognized what was really going on and didn't really want to believe it. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. And it's crazy how I call it this summer of this year. Excuse me, but I called it the best summer of my life. Only because I felt so free. I felt so free. Like, I was just, I had a car. I was going wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted. I was having so much fun. So I thought. And I felt free. I felt like, you know, I wasn't afraid of what's out there. I was going out and embracing what's out there every single day. And, you know, I don't know. It's like I was not living in fear. Once Finally, like, I always stay in a house. I always stay in a house. I always do. I've always been like that for years. I would just stay in the house. I would not come outside for so long. It started when I was a kid. I just started thinking like everybody was so fake. And how can I stay outside hanging around all these fake people who don't mean me no good? I might as well stay in the house. And I stayed in the house and started reading books. It's not that it was a better thing to do to me at that time. I used to run outside when I had a chance to. But I got to the point where I'm like, all these people, none of these people were really for me. It's so weird. It's like I was a kid and I remember... Every single day, I come outside, these people, they talk about me. They be dogging me in my face. They was bullies. They didn't, they, nobody never liked me. And, you know, the guys who did like me, <laughs> they was, they'd be looking out for me. But, like, I never get no love but from dudes. Girls hated me. They was, I ain't going to say all of them was jealous of me, but they was jealous of me. And... The ones who wasn't just didn't care. So, I ain't going to say not all of them. But, you know, it was it was tough. It was tough. Like, I decided, you know, at a young age, like, uh-uh. I'm not about to keep hanging out with these fake people. Like, they all fake. They all jump me. They all double-team me. They all, you know, only time they want to be cool with me if it's beneficial. I don't got time. So, you know, I stopped, you know, forcing myself around them. Where they making it so clear I'm not wanted there. I'm like, if I'm not wanted, I'm not going to be around you. I decided that at a young age, I started staying in the house. And, you know, I stopped being dependent on having friends. I think it's a great quality to have. But <laughs> as I'm older now, I realize, like, now I don't know how to keep them. That's not even a bad thing because you see how fake people are. In order to keep friends, you have to somewhat be fake too. I'm not even going to lie. So, all I know is um, it just shaped who I am. It kind of instilled something in me that, you know... Everybody who I was, 
I knew how to make friends and hang around friends, whatever, for convenience. But that's all it was for because I knew, you know, what it took to really be friends with somebody. And, like, I just didn't meet people that real. I didn't meet people super real. Like, you know, it was a lot of just fake people. I don't know. But it also, like, it just taught me that, like, a lot of times only friends I had, not even my family. <laughs> They're just my family. They're not my friends. But, um... You know, a lot of friends I had was guys who are interested in me. They were the only ones who were real to me. For real. Like, it's crazy how I I never had a guy friend who wasn't interested. Never in my life. But they're my real friends. I And that's not a real friend, right? I know. But it's the closest I'm ever get to one because these girls do not be real. They do not. And they're always jealous of me. They're always jealous of me. And you ask them, they say, who are you to be jealous? But then, you know, you have to be there. You'd have to be there to see all these different stuff that happens and goes on with these girls. And there's no other way that you would do this unless you're jealous because I know what it's like to not be jealous of somebody and I would never do nothing like that. I know that if I did, that must mean I'm jealous. You can't fool me. Anyways, um, I don't know. God always be telling me, though, like, is somebody out there that's real like you? Like, is somebody out there that's for you? Like, you can't find them. You you know, you're not going to always run into jealous females who's going to be having it out for you. Like, you're going to run into somebody who's real and motivational and not moody and you like, you won't have a real friend trust me he always tells me he gonna place me in the path of somebody like that and i know i will once i'm ready you know but i ain't gonna lie i developed this mindset and this personality by myself at a young age like you cannot trust girls they do not be liking me they do not be liking me because okay sorry lord but i have to be honest the truth is either they like me, like, like me, like me, where it's like, I like your personality, I like, you know, who you are, and I like, you know, like, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes I feel like girls, it's like, they don't know how to feel, where it's like, either they like your swag, they like your who you are, they like how you look and how you handle or carry yourself to the point either they're jealous or they're in love. I'm I'm telling you, it's true. I hate to uh, feed into these guys' weird fantasy about that. I swear it's so true. Girls aren't friends with you unless unless either they're jealous of you or they're in love with you. I don't care what you say. And girls might say, what? Nah, nah, that's your own sick, perverted mindset. Like, I just love my friend. This is my sister. No, because I know for a fact that when you go out, you know, the only way you admire someone is if you feel like, okay, she dressed cute or she bad. So which one is it? Are you jealous of her or are you in love with her? And I'm sorry because I know it's probably somebody like, nah, that's not true. Like, I really love my friend. That's how you think? Is that how you think? So then, you know, and the thing is, <laughs> exactly. See, it's not always true. Because that's not how I think. When I want to be friends with somebody, 
yeah, like, I do want you to have swag and stuff. I want us to look good together, you know, especially when it comes to, like, looking good, you know, out, you know, with guys. Like, yeah, I want us to look good together. I don't ever want to feel like I'm outshining you. And I don't ever want, you know, it to ever look like we just don't, you know, match. Especially when I'm, like, trying to look good, you know. And I'm just not the type of person. I'm really not. I don't want to sound like I'm the type of person who's shallow. Because I would still be your friend if you don't. It's just, I just don't like that. Because there's no way you're not going to be jealous if I'm outshining you in front of dudes. So I'm not about to have you around. And all the dudes is for me. Nobody wants you. And you know how dudes can be really rude. Where it's like, don't nobody want her? You don't got no other friends? Or why you bring her? Why you bring one of your friends to look like you? You know? And you also, you know, if you have a friend who have their own swag and they dress a certain kind of way, you don't want to start dressing them up and dressing for them and thinking for them when it comes to taking them out. Because then they're going to automatically feel like, oh, you don't accept me for who I am. Or you are embarrassed of me. If you're embarrassed of me, then why are you even my friend? So, no. I don't go out anyways, though. So, I don't even have to. I did used to have to have. I did, excuse me. I did used to have these problems. But, you know, it won't stop me from being somebody's true friend. That's a lie. It has before. So, I don't know. I feel like it kind of didn't matter. But that song was really, really shallow. But even now, if I felt like I was ever going to start doing that, going back in environments like that, I probably would still be a little shallow like that. Only because, I'm sorry I'm making excuses, but only because I feel like I don't want to, like, okay, this world is shallow, that's why. Simple, Simply put, I could have so much belief in you, I could love you. I could, you know, know you was just a good friend. It don't matter. It's not about how you look or how you dress or if you for these dudes or not. Matter of fact, we can go out and not even worry about these dudes, however we look. But, you know, I know that people are the way they are. It's going to, even if, I, if it don't affect you, you're awesome. That's a fact. If it don't affect you, you're awesome. But... Maybe that's something I need to grow from then. Because I need to not be affected by it, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I don't go out, though. That didn't even form me no more. Like In reality, that's why. See, it's, it's a whole mindset to go with that situation. You want to go out, you want to be seen. If you want to be seen, you want to look good. And if you don't look good when you go out, you know, <laughs> and you say you don't want to be seen, what's the point of going out? I guess you say to have a good time, but you, come on now, you've been out before. Are you still able to have a good time? when? You, nah, that's a lie. I don't know. All I know is it's a certain mindset that go even wanting to go out and be seen. It's like it's attention. If you want attention, you want to be something to look at. So I don't even care about going out. Because I don't want attention. You know, I don't care. I don't want to be somebody to look at. I just don't, you know. So, I used to. And automatically, if you don't look good when you're going out, then you know that that's a whole 
it's not even, I don't want to say it got a lot to do with being shallow. It is at the end of the day shallow, but for real, for real, you know, you shallow anyways for going out. For real. Go to, go to a library. You know, go to church. But you don't go out looking like anything and say you don't want to be seen. Just going out to have fun. You probably is the fun type for real. But, you know, in reality, that's like it. Somebody had to burn in my perspective on that. Anyways, moving forward, you know, I was never really, it was never really easy for me to get along with girls. It was never really real for me because, you know, people usually only going to do something for you when it's beneficial. And what am I benefiting you? Unless you just want somebody to, you know, you just want a, a seat filler. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I might be paranoid. No, I'm not. I'm not wrong. I'm not about to sit up here and doubt myself. What? I don't need no friends. Period. That is what it is. I ain't beneficial to you, so you fake. Period. You don't rock with me like that. If I ain't somehow beneficial to you, you want me around you to be a real friend. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. That's not true either. Anyways, here I go. Just <laughs> rambling. I'm going to come back the next.